What's up, boners? We're back. We are One back. One more time. Uno mas. We are number your hosts. 47. This is number episode 47. We are your hosts. I am Bo. I am Jim. That's <laughs> the big Jim guy right there. That's that no <laughs> neck fella. Yeah. Listen, when this comes out, uh, this will be just a day before our year since Big Jim, my dad, and I started re- recording this podcast. If you haven't listened to it, honestly, I wouldn't recommend it because the quality of the audio and the video is <laughs> not what this is right now. But if you have listened to it since then, thank you. <laughs> thank you. You like to be punished. Yeah. <laughs> But seriously though, thank you. This is uh, it's it's been it's been a trippy dr- journey. Uh, it's been it's been an adventure. It's been new, new all the way around, from learning how to edit to talk and mics and arms and computers and. I thought you were gonna say kinks. It, kink, it, I heard K for a second. I thought you were gonna say kinks. I was like, I don't know what kind of shit you and mom are getting into. Nah. Like, Please don't don't tell me. <laughs> no, but just the whole proc podcasting setup and the, the process of doing one I mean, you definitely got to step out of your box of comfort to even interact even though it's just you and i people are still listening i mean people know you and i in a certain state and when they hear us talk like we do or like we have been it's like well those two dumb fucks are well they're not as dumb as they look <laughs> they can put sentences together so can i <laughs> They knew they know one plus three is five. Exactly. See, <laughs> that's why I, that's why I went to summer school for three years and didn't help with math. But no, yeah, me too. <laughs> we just want to say thank you, seriously, from the bottom of our hearts. It's it's trippy that we even are doing something like this. It's trippy that we met some of the people through this. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect when when before you even came on, and I did the one the three before I didn't expect nothing. I didn't even have a social media then I didn't even get a social no. media until we were a few episodes into this podcast. Yeah. I only found you by Google. I had to Google something and I, my name popped up on my browser. So I hit, I accidentally hit my name and your podcast picture came up. I'm like, what the f- that looks like my kid. I'm like, that is my kid. <laughs> and then I told Stacy. Your mom, I go, look, this is your son's podcast. And she's like, my what? <laughs> well, that is your son right there. <laughs> so thank you. Seriously, thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for talking to us. Thank you for fucking acknowledging how dumb, dumb we sound sometimes and laughing at the stupid shit that we constantly say. Hmm. You know what kind of friends we have. <laughs> yeah, some of, some of them are assholes, but some of them are actually pretty cool pretty cool that's Um, why we're friends yeah uh but on that note too for those who have followed and have actually kind of been on this journey with us one person in in particular on our instagram recently had mentioned something to us and this was on our last episode um i'm not gonna read the whole thing because it is a lot but this person at my optimistic account this is what this person wrote was saying that she was a little disappointed in our last episode, episode 45, not 46, two before, before this. Um, that's when JJ your other, and your other two boys were on with us and we didn't have the proper equipment and we had a lot of confusing people 
a lot of background confusing people all this other stuff so basically she's in short she said i'm a true fan of your duo with the lovely big jim and i think including too many people would not help the original idea of you of you two and the popularity as a a popularity up to this point i just don't want to see your precious work go to nothing i mean holy shit that that does that mean a lot no it means more than anything it really I does mean, any of the other five star ratings we got yeah thanks just thanks for taking the time out to and that's a critique we need you could tell us we sound like shit we look like shit you fat fucks you lose weight we're not eye candy not we're not eye candy at all well i mean <laughs> I don't know about you, sir, but I'm working on my figure. <laughs> Whatever. Just everyone who's joined with us and, and the people that we've met through this is, are awesome. You know, I can, I'm only going to name a few, but on the top of the list, I mean, sorry, but Amanda and Cassidy drink, mm. drink drinking the Kool-Aid. Mm. These two lovely ladies right here. Damn them right here i mean holy shit i i never in a million years would have thought that we would have met cool ass people through a podcast platform never mm. the community that we're in correct huge, correct. huge. but yeah. them you know them jordan and ali of mystery history podcast uh the girls over at night classy uh fuck i even met people on the street you know this this one girl Tina who who does professional her who does artwork for animals at a bar at a brew house that I went and got beer from one time. <laughs> and with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, this is episode four. Before we get started, let me stop that. Listen, I know it gets annoying, but a review. You know the 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 young lady on Instagram. She wrote us and said, "Hey." Sounded like shit, and I'm a true fan. Fix it. We'll do that. So if you do that watching this, go to Apple Podcasts and tell us. Go on YouTube and tell us. Go on Instagram and tell us. Go somewhere and let us know that it sounds good. Or that it sounds like shit. Yeah, just hook up. Just connect to Twitter or Instagram. Hey, fuck even TikTok. We're on TikTok. I run the TikTok account, and I run the Instagram account. You run the, the Twitter account. So just hit us up. Go to, but go over to our flow page. It's not difficult to leave your opinions at all. Our, at all. <laughs> People do it all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. But go over, go over to our flow page and you can find all the links to our TikTok or Instagram or YouTube or Spotify, Apple, all that. And, you know, follow us. And also, if you buy us a beer at, buy, at buymeacoffee.com slash btw btwbj we will also send you a free sticker buy us a beer we'll we'll send you a a free sticker and we got more stickers coming soon and we got a lot a lot more other things coming soon too so things are in the works and things are coming because we we love you guys and we love that you've been here with this on, on this journey with us yeah it's in its infant stages still a year in so just 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 work with us yeah so with that being said ladies and gentlemen this is episode 47 the murder of brian egg i guess welcome back to the bulldog with bj podcast guess what motherfucker some of the information you are about to hear 
some may find disturbing. I don't know who gave them this or who gave them the clearance. On the crotch. Oh my lord. Right there. Can we Google that? Yeah, that's what I thought. And then I oh. fucking stumbled down a dark hole and I love it. Great cake parties. So, you know, if I'm gonna believe anybody's bullshit, I'm gonna believe mine. It sounds uh, not politically correct, but. You two motherfuckers need Jesus. Cheers. What is that? So, so cheers today. Yes, this is gonna be the white claw. Oh, white claw. The watermelon white claw. It's actually really good. Clear water. <laughs> you about to get white girl wasted, huh? Oh, buddy, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so how how long ago do you think this story occurred? Do you think it was in within the last decade, the last three decades? I'll give you two. Two decades. 20 years. Last 20, 20 years. years. This actually occurred within the last three years. Oh, okay. So there's this is the beginning of the episode. This is at least how I writ how I've written it down. In late 1976 in the Somo district, also known and I Damn it. I had it written down, then I took it out by accident. South of Market. That's what it is. Ha-ha. Which is kind of like... San Francisco. Yeah, San Francisco. The the Somo District of San Francisco, which is south of Market Street, which I guess you would consider the mission? Mission, south of Market. Could be Castro. Could be any of those Mm -hmm. neighborhoods. It's changed even now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's actually changed a lot. Yeah. There was a man living in that area by the name of Brian Egg. Egg, like the, the chicken egg. He was a bartender at one of the most famous gay clubs in San Francisco. He was at The Stud. It's one of the oldest gay bars. I, I actually I know, heard of the place. I've seen the place. Have you been there? No, 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 no. I've been... <laughs> You're, we're talking Castro District, obviously, but I've been in the Castro District. When I lived, for, when I worked for that freight forwarding company, there was a lot of yeah. people that moved in and out of the Castro. So, trust me, I've seen plenty of weird things <laughs> during the day, let alone at night. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so, he worked as a bartender at one of the oldest gay clubs, The Stud, like I had mentioned, which was in operation for 56 years mm-hmm. as of today. As yeah. of today, that's a long fucking time for a bar, any kind of bar. It doesn't matter whether it's gay or heterosexual or whatever. Any, any kind of business. Well, Ricky's was open for about the same amount of time till he died recently. No, was it really? Yeah, it was open for a decade, I don't know, 40, 52 years? 52 no shit. Years. I yeah. did not know that. R.I.P. Ricky, one of the greatest bars that I've ever been to, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Brian, quote, was an eccentric neighbor who consistently walked his dog lucky. He was also a green thumb, meaning someone who takes care of plants, kind of like, like, like you, actually, taking care of plants and knowing plants and taking care of a lot of different kind of plants. And now I got to sneeze. Nurturing. <laughs> Bless you. 
Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> now, this is what he did constantly for many, many years. And like I said, he started working in the Somo district in around 1976. According to neighbors. Yeah, you know, this is real close to the doodler story. You know that, right? Very Time close. Like- very close. <laughs> but it goes into early uh, last couple of years. Oh, man. Got to take that out. According to neighbors, he was a little paranoid at times. Now, he did not believe in technology. He had technology such as a cell phone and phones and other things like that growing, not growing up, but growing in the Somo district, living there for so long. He hardly used his cell phone. He had one, but hardly if ever used it. And he never, ever, 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 never, ever used a ever 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 used a computer he refused neighbors would go on to say that brian also had a very dark history with the stud after losing his job back in the 90s brian but from breaking bottles faking a suicide by pretending to jump off the now old bay bridge the double decker he faked that? He faked it. According to, to reports, Brian drove, made several complaints of the stud, drove onto the Bay Bridge through Treasure Island, got onto the, to the bridge going into Oakland, parked his car. Again, this is where the double-decker was. Yeah, yeah. Parked, parked his car and then walked back to San Francisco. Just left his car in the middle of the, the lane? On the on the right hand side, Pete. But he he left fake suicide notes saying that he was going to jump off of the bridge. So when they found his car on the bridge, they're yeah. like, "Holy shit, he jumped off the fucking bridge." They went search search for his body in in the bay, couldn't find him. And then later on, about two three two weeks later, he just popped up randomly, and people were like, "What the fuck? I thought you were missing. I thought you were dead." No. And what he, was his excuse? He just, just he just didn't like that the stud fired him for getting upset. He it didn't it, in the reports that that I read and a lot, and I'll actually be putting this putting these in the show notes stuff <laughs> stuff that I'm learning, you know, a year okay. into this fucking podcast. He faked it. Left suicide notes. None of that none of that even happened. None of it happened. But he was a very odd guy. And since then, since the 90s, he didn't have a job. He was he was more of a drifter with a home. He would go do odd jobs, get some cash, do whatever, pay for his rent in the Somo district, and then go from there. Well, he must have got paid very well because it's not cheap living there. <laughs> not at all. Now, here's the interesting part, though. When I looked online, none of these suicide attempts could be proven or disproven. So it's kind of like um, it's kind of like the telephone game. Oh, did you hear that Brian jumped off the uh, bridge? Mm. Oh, I, I I found these I found these suicide notes. Did you hear that he did it? Did you hear that? Da, 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 da? It was all chatter. Up until and this is where people kind of started getting fishy with him. Is that you know was he really trying to kill himself? 
was he really was he really um crazy you know did he want to be in trouble did he want to get recognized was he really a crazy person not not using the cell phone a lot, a lot of different things were coming up with brian a lot of negative attention is what he wanted that's what it seemed like then may 2018 concerned neighbors began to check up on brian after he had been missing all summer he had last been seen on may 12th and hadn't been seen since. According to reports, several neighbors called Brian's home. Now, like I said, he did have phones. He did have a cell phone. Uh, but he hardly, if ever, used them. And they know this because when they did call several times before, he would not have a voicemail. So when they called... And they then received a voicemail saying that, hey, it's Brian. Uh, I've gone to vacation. I'll be back in the next couple of weeks. The guy didn't have a fucking job. What's he going on vacation from? So I don't really know what he was going on vacation from. I mean, how many people do you know that don't have jobs go on vacation? You know what? That Especially nowadays, that kind of... Yeah. I was... <laughs> well... You do realize we just were still in a pandemic and people yeah. were getting paid for nothing. So yep. that just realized that uh, ate those words. A few million. Yeah. A few million. <laughs> just in our national, in our, in our United States. Like I said, he was going on vacation. This is what all the neighbors would hear. But again, even they found it odd because like I said before, he didn't even have a voicemail set up. One. Two. The voice saying, hey guys, I've gone on vacation, wasn't his voice. Hmm. Three. Brian was, quote, an extremely frugal person. And like I said, hadn't worked in decades. So even if he was working, meaning a nine to five job, collecting a paycheck every some odd couple weeks, Whatever little bit of money that he did get, that fool held on to. I could do that. <laughs> I, especially could, for, I could save. <laughs> especially for not working for debt for the last 20 years. 30 oh, but years. If he worked for a long time in that era. He was cash and carry. You know that. He probably got yeah. tips out the ass. Oops. I mean, not literally. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Coming out the ass. Sorry. Yeah. I... Hey, man. If, anyway, my if, apologies. <laughs> if, you, if whatever talents you can do by getting something coming out of your ass, well, by, by all means. <laughs> he had an only an OnlyFans. He probably did. See? I'm telling you, man. You got to hop no, on that. Not gonna happen, you got to hop on no, that. Dude. There's a hot commodity. I'm telling you. April 2018. No. Three weeks earlier. Scott, who is 28, in, like three years to date, or 2012, or 412 right now. Yeah, I said three weeks earlier. Three years ago. Yeah. No, I mean, you're almost year to date. Yeah. The story. Okay. Go, yeah, ahead. Almost. Go ahead. Three weeks earlier, Scott, who is, oh, Scott Free, that's his neighbor. Kind of an ironic name, if you ask me. Oh, his, hell, his, his dog's name is Lucky, so, I mean, 
keep going. That's also true. <laughs> it's a cliche story. <laughs> Scott Scott witnessed an an unknown man enter Brian's home several times. The unknown person would bring into Brian's home a quote large quantity of bleach and other chemicals. Mm. Scott notified the San Francisco Police Department of this unknown person. And according to the San Francisco police spokesman, no response was at the door and saw nothing. And the arriving officers saw nothing suspicious. They go to do a welfare check. And I kind of don't want to eat my words on one of the last episodes that, that we did, where when they do welfare checks, that's really all it is. They're not really going to enter the home. Let us know in the comments below. If I'm wrong, please let me know. But isn't it just to make an acknowledge? Just to, right. Even if it's just voice uh, an audio acknowledgement, they'll just knock they'll in. leave the premises. Hello, is anybody home? Hello. They go do a quick exterior check. They can't find anybody. Then they leave, and then they let their dispatch or whom whomever know. Oh, so it doesn't have to be a confirmation. It doesn't have to be a confirmation. They do go in there and check go and check the area if they find right. somebody then then obviously it goes from there if they don't they let whoever know hey we went and did this welfare check nobody showed up but if they see something suspicious like a broken door or broken window then mail that, piled up but uh, then you know, that kind of goes into that dog barking maybe not maybe a dog barking that kind of goes into probable cause right okay but that also is, you know, nowadays are teetartering on what prob probable cause can be or mean. Now, fair enough, I guess. Yeah, it, it's definitely fair. The unknown person cleaned Brian's home with so much soap and water and chemicals that it actually began pouring out of his home. Now, what? Yeah. Pouring so much out of his home. Pouring out of the home. Brian lived his home. Very, very beautiful Victorian home. And oh, it was it's a Victorian. Okay. It was a Victorian. So it had, when you, if you're looking at it straight ahead, you see the gate. Okay. You see a, a stairwell on the left and then a door on the right. Well, okay. it, they thought it was a wall initially. The stairs lead up to the actual home. And then downstairs is kind of like the, the, I guess you could say basement, but it was still above ground. Or yeah, crawl space. Crawl basement. space, yeah. But it was enough to actually stand in like a like a garage. So the where these chemicals were coming out was that crawl space garage area. But again, the police found nothing suspicious, and because he, they were notified that he watered plants in, around, and down the alley of of his. Uh, San Francisco home, water and chemicals, meaning um, plant chemicals, mm. were found all all over the place. So they just assumed maybe he's just watering more plants, or he's previously watered plants and now he's left, gone to do something else. Who knows? So it's probably typical for a neighbor to see water or smell chemical uh, pesticides or anything like that. Okay, correct. Now. It was later confirmed by Scott that Brian would frequently freak 
want to leave <laughs> white girl waste is coming y'all get ready <laughs> <laughs> brian would frequently have drifters occupy his home now like i had mentioned before he was quote i guess not homeless but he was a street person like how how would you categorize that well he's not transient he has a facility he has a home yeah he he's not he a had transient. a home but he knew a lot of homeless people okay so he was he opened his home for people who didn't have a i don't know just be nice i you can call it that he was being nice sure. come he on was, in he Step was out a of cool, the ring. he was a cool guy okay <laughs> <laughs> And then a few days later, on August 19th, 2018, so now we're three months in to him, no, more than three months in, of him being missing. They last saw him in May, and it's now August, August 19th to be specific. A white van pulls up in front of Brian's home. On the side of the van, it read, Aftermath Services. Aftermath Service, like, like, Biotech cleaning, waste. A uh, crime uh, scene cleaning van arrived on scene. Almost a month later, Scott Free made a missing persons official missing persons report about Ryan Egg, saying something is horribly wrong and something is going on. Why would you wait almost? What is that? Four months? Five months? May, June, July, August, September. Four months to make an official Something report. To hide. <laughs> now, what's to even hide. what's even crazier is Scott actually used to live with Brian. He used to live in the same home as him. He he rented out a a, a room of Brian's home. Okay. This is again before Scott moved across the street and started living on his own. They kept a, a friendship for almost. 20 some odd years 30 some odd years scott called the police and said something is going on and it's really there's something really fishy happening keep that last part in mind something really something fishy. really fishy something really fishy is happening police were called to the home several times but they never made their way inside this was until police witnessed a crime scene van outside of the home and obtained a search warrant because why would a crime scene van be outside of the home if something wasn't really going on? Especially because they've been called several times, they've checked on the home, and nothing crazy had, had happened or popped up on their visits. Now that they see okay, this... one second. I might have missed something. Okay. He calls. After he calls... To make a report the crime scene van cleanup comes then right. somebody starts making a report okay you, you got that one switched he saw scott free the neighbor saw a van pull up called police back after got the it. hundredth time and said hey there's something really fishy going Something's on fishy. right okay got it a total of three trips one two three uno dos tres Trips by the San Francisco Police Department were made to Brian's home. From July to August, it's a full month, full month, probably two if they're going all the way to the end of August. 
And upon investigation of the third and final visit, police discovered a small room next to the entrance of the home. That wall, that wall that I described earlier, if you're looking at the front of his home, there's a gate. Yeah. Open up the gate to the left. You got stairs to go up. And then you got a wall to the garage crawl space area. Well, they initially thought okay. that that was an actual wall. They didn't know it led into somewhere. What that room held was a bunch of debris, a bunch of bookshelves, a bunch of other books, kind of a lot of uh, miscellaneous things. Nothing of storage he added on? Pretty much. It was pretty much storage. Okay. What's crazy is that what inside of that room was also a fish tank. How big of a fish tank? It's a pretty sizable fish tank. I'd say... If I had to put a length on it, the 45-inch screen that's in my front room right now that you've seen, it's about that big. Okay, well, as big as your Aunt Joanna's fish tank. A little bit, not lengthwise, maybe a little bit smaller. But yes, that size. Okay, that's a 55-gallon or some shit. So anyway, this is huge. probably okay. 35. Let's say 35 gallons. Okay. What they found inside of that fish tank was a badly decomposed body. It was missing Ooh, hands, uh, and it was missing a head. The feet were badly cut. They were almost taken off as well, and they still had socks intact. Two people okay. were arrested in connection of, the, of discovering the body by the San Francisco police. That was Robert... Mac Macrafee, he was 52 years old at the time of the arrest, and Lance Sylvia, who was 39, who was actually later identified as Michael Sylvia. This went around and blew up the neighborhood with, you know, that like I said earlier, that telephone game. Yeah. It spread like wildfire, and everyone's like, oh my God, is that Brian? Is that Brian? Could that be Brian? But because there was no head. And there was no there was no hands, they couldn't tell. And the body was badly decomposed, meaning it sat in there for a very long time to the point where bones were being exposed. Okay. So why is it un unsolved? They still can't determine if it was the homeowner? Uh, I'm gonna tell you right now. Okay. Police discovered that Michael used Brian's credit card to order the crime scene cleanup. He also used his credit card to purchase a used. I don't know why you'd buy a used one, dude. If you're if you're gonna go out and buy a car, don't don't buy used. But he bought a, a used BMW for five thousand wow. for five thousand dollars. That's still good credit line, I guess. <laughs> Pretty good, right? Yeah. The two were charged on these charges: homicide, fraud, theft, identity theft. This one I felt this one I thought was kind of odd. Elderly abuse charges. Well, he is an older guy, right? He ain't I mean, that old. If you were born in 70. Oh, oh nope, you're right. Over 55 is considered Ooh. the Denny's backside of oh, the menu. <laughs> I bet I bet you can't wait for that, dog. That early bird special. Yep. 
my 10 cent coffee from Jack in the Box. <laughs> <laughs> now, almost a year later, a year later, they had no connection of who this body was. And because the police did not want to put out any information, because it is an active crime scene, you can't. And that's kind of that's that's kind of where that documentary. I'm not sure if you saw it, but the Night Stalker, what, the Richard Ramirez the, one. Yeah, I'm not sure if you yeah. saw it, if you saw it on Netflix, the the most recent one. But yeah. L.A. Yeah. L.A. County and San Francisco County, they went back and forth because they had evidence, but a lot, and even down the some of the counties and, and cities in L.A. were kind of going back and forth because they wanted to catch Richard Ramirez. Who or the killer who was later identified as Richard Ramirez, but they didn't want to cross-examine or you know mess up their investigations or anything like that. So it's the same thing with this concept. They have information. They don't want to put it out to the public yet because if they do, they could jump the gun. Someone may notify whoever the per- who, whoever the person is that killed the, whoever the body is that's in there. They don't know, so they really want to eliminate public getting involved. So they're keeping I- a lot of it under wraps. A lot of it's un- under wraps still. All of this that I found is is either is either local local um, newspapers, lo- local news companies, and so on and so forth. So there's still not a whole lot of information out. Even though I did pull up probably six articles, most of them pretty much said the same thing. A year later, after the body was discovered, DNA evidence identified the headless and handless corpse as none other than the homeowner, Brian Egg. Now, this is also what San Francisco police had to say, or the examiners. If I stutter during this, I apologize ahead of time, but it's a lot. So here we go. Okay. Quote, when examined, it appears that the subject was decapitated and both hands were not with the remains, the medical ex- medical examiner's office wrote. See, I'm already fucking up. Oh, you did well. Go ahead. Thank you. The subject's legs also appeared severed, but the feet were found in the fish tank inside of socks. As the subject was being manipulated and pulled out of the tank, uh, apparent biological tissue was dissolved, dissolving from the bones. His skin. End quote. Yes. <clears throat> you all right? Yeah, it's just, I just can't imagine pulling that shit out. <laughs> People do that shit for a living, man. I know they do. It just don't, ugh. But okay. <laughs> ugh. You imagine a smell? <laughs> I'm sure I, if I had to imagine, I would imagine it smells like burnt hair probably weeks old shit and probably the worst rotten egg that you could smell wrapped in in, (laughs) yeah wrapped in yeah it's like an outhouse there you go okay this is one of the grisliest unsolved murders in san francisco history minus the doodler Neighbors are calling on police to explain why they freed the only known suspects in the case. Yes. The two gentlemen who were arrested, who used his credit card, were let go. Set free. But they weren't charged with murder. 
or homicide. They weren't charged. They they had charges. They had charges against them. They were they were going to charge them with all of those: the fraud, elderly abuse, homicide, theft, all that other stuff. And then they let them go because DNA proved that the body was dead longer than they were in the house. Probably. It didn't say uh, in here. It didn't say in, in any of the articles. But you you and I can imagine. Probably. Okay. Okay. So then, why did they let him go? <laughs> All right. Suspects uh, for no for letting the suspects go in, in the case for allegedly using the eggs credit cards to hire a crime scene cleanup service and to sanitize the murder scene. They cleaned all the shit. And like and like I just mentioned, the police are still trying to build enough evidence to bring charges in the case. They had two guys ready to go. So there's something missing. There's something missing. Sergeant Michael, who Michael, you you got to fix your last name. I don't know where you come from, bud, but it's hard. Michael Andrakak. Sergeant, this is his name, Sergeant Andrakak. All right. That's a horrible name. Ah, oh, man, if, if you weren't <laughs> fucked around in the police police academy, I don't know, buddy, because. Oh, and your cock? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he would have been a good addition to Full Metal Jacket, huh? <laughs> Gomer Pile! <laughs> <laughs> uh, neighbors during this statement. This is, what he's, this is what he said to neighbors. Investigators need probable cause to make an arrest, and they are working diligently to build a prosecutable case. It has been a long investigation with a number of leads to investigate. We are making headway and are confident that an arrest will be made. To this day, the killer remains free and roaming the streets of the San Francisco Bay Area. It has now been two years since this article was updated. Well, who's the killer? They don't have a killer. They don't know. Where's the two guys? Are they already gone, or are they just back out on the street? I wouldn't fucking be surprised if they dipped. Are you kidding me? They're like, oh, we're that's, not, that's we're not being point. charged. Peace. I'm getting the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah, it's not like they're gonna be on good behavior. Just say, well, yeah, when you're ready, just call us. Yeah, exactly. Hey, when you guys want to go to jail, just give us a call. <laughs> yeah. We can send an Uber to go pick pick you guys up. Yeah, don't worry. You'll have. A roof over your head and you'll be able to eat three square meals. <laughs> so that, ladies and gentlemen, was the San Francisco headless murder. Still that, on, is that what it's called? Yeah. The murder the of Brian, the, the murder Brian of Brian Egg. Egg. Wow. So what happened to the dog? Scott Free took it. Still, don't you think that's kind of weird that his name is Scott Free? Scott free. It's ironic. Hey, it's ironic. You just stole five hundred dollars. <laughs> yep, I got away scot free. <laughs> I know what you mean. You just got a, a release from a murder charge. Yeah, scot free. Scot free. And then for him to go, hey, something's going on. It's really fishy over there, bro. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, you can't read between the lines, pal. Are you serious? He doesn't like. He doesn't like number one. Apparently not. <laughs> Apparently not. Yeah, that's something. Something got to be missing. Something Some, be something's missing. missing. And that's people, still an active case right now. Active case. You can right look now. it up. You can look it you up. You can right put now. it on the storyline or whatever. 
Yep. I'm going to put it on Instagram. I'll put it, all the photos that I, that, that I can grab of him back in the seventies, his home, which there aren't very many photos of this guy to, to begin with. There's not, but, Oh, and here's a little fun fact. Just throwing this out there. Scott free was also a drag queen who performed at the stud. So he knew. So, so like they, I said, he knew him very knew well. Each other. Yeah, obviously. Hey, I would really like to know where the hell Scott Free and the other guy are at. Right? That was. Couldn't uh, find anything on them. No, like I said, I'll put all the information, the show notes, in the description because you know it's been a year and we haven't really done that, and we kind of did a few times, and yeah. The the two that were charged or were going to be charged was Robert McCaffrey, McCaffrey, and, and Michael Silva. Silva. Hmm. All right, I'll be watching now. Shit, I'm curious. I don't. I don't think I've seen that on the news. I saw that. Uh, this was yeah about two years ago. Uh, I believe you guys had just moved in there not not that long, and. I was sitting down. Here? Was, yeah. We've been here six years. Yeah, I know. So this was exactly three, years, three ago. years ago. Yeah. yeah okay. So you guys had just moved okay. in. But okay. I, I remember before you changed the front room to what it is, way before you changed the front room to what it is now, I was sitting on the couch and this dude's face popped on and they were like, yep, they found a headless body inside of a fish tank. And that's all the information we got. On to you, Jeff, for the for the weather. I was like, what the fuck? How are you going to put that? <laughs> All right. Well, hey, it's too much shit happens. It's not a, it's not even a surprise anymore. It kind of is. I'm kind of like unfortunate. I'm, I'm it's very unfortunate and I'm kind of curious, not even curious. Oh, I guess you could say curious. What's going to happen when the next serial killer gets caught? You know you know Ooh. what I mean? Because I, yeah. I mean, think about it. Really, really sit there. Think about it for a split second. Is it okay? This is gonna, I'm going to sound crazy. Let me take another sip. Okay, sound crazy. People have been locked in their homes, locked in their homes, quote unquote, for almost a year and a half. All right. Who's to say someone from California, Texas, New York? Montana decided, you know what? Fuck this pandemic. I've been waiting a long time to go do some crazy shit. And they just started killing people during the lockdown. Well, it doesn't have to be in the States. It could be overseas. It could be or overseas. But what Canada, I'm saying, but what I'm Mexico. Right. But what I'm saying is what if that happens? Oh, I'm getting chills. Just thinking about it. <laughs> no, I, I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like that can be a movie. <gasps> we just, I just wrote, I, we just, I just pitched a fucking movie. <laughs> Well, there's definitely a lot of prey available. Everyone's in their fucking house. The quarantine killer. Oh, oh! I just wrote a movie. Please, if anybody wants to buy this, Lionsgate. I'm talking to you. AMC. Fuck Netflix. We we can do something special. Hell, let's just go porn up. We'll do fucking half off. You show full frontal nudity and everything. Yeah, like imagine imagine if that happens. Like someone is like you know what, I waited for the perfect opportunity to unleash this fucking madness. And then they had a whole year of like, oh, no one's leaving their home? 
prime time. Go yeah. time. Here we go. Hey, we, we just give it a give it another year. We'll see. Give it a next week. Who knows? Hell, it's gonna out. happen. It's gonna come out. You know it is. It's gonna happen, and that's what I'm. But yeah. but but going off of what you said, like you can't even be surprised anymore. That's what I'm concerned. Not even concerned. That's what I'm curious about. Is what's everyone's reaction gonna be when it comes to something like like that happening? Are are, are they really gonna be like, oh man, that's crazy? I couldn't. I didn't. I didn't see this coming at all. Or are are they gonna sit there and be like? See, not in our neighborhood. Exactly. This, this is why we should have had the fucking. Why we shouldn't have been on lock. Like, oh, dude, conspiracy theorists are gonna lose their shit if something like that happens. Yeah, conspiracy theorists are already losing their shit with this last year of lockdown. That's true. They are. <laughs> they really are. They're, I'm Excluding surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised a few of them had haven't had fucking aneurysms yet. Yeah. But yes, that was the time. story. Of Brian Egg, the headless body found in a fish tank. Headless and handless body found in a fish tank. And one one, one other thing too, uh, I was listening to a recent podcast. Who I can't think of the name at the moment. I apologize. I'll be sure to put that in the show notes also. But they had mentioned when a person doesn't have ha- uh, when a body doesn't have hands, sometimes feet maybe even the head it's because they're getting rid of that dna evidence meaning they're getting rid of you know maybe they scratched at someone fingerprints mm-hmm. they have other person's skin follicles underneath their their nails hair follicles uh you know hair follicles in general of that body yeah. all these all these other things so well your that, your footprint has characteristics too that's true you're right yeah so, so Maybe this, I mean, do you think this was intentional? Oh, no, no shit. Of course it was intentional. But I mean, do you yeah, think. I think he wanted to get beheaded. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. and just because he lied about killing himself. I don't know. Uh, that was a dumb question. <laughs> do I think what? Do you think that, well, do you think, first off, do you think the person is ever going to get caught? No, I. Uh, I don't understand why they even let who they had caught already go. Yeah, me either. They 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 be- said they said there wasn't enough circumstantial evidence to hold those guys. They used his credit card. What the fuck are you talking about? There's not enough certain well, circumstantial they, evidence. Well, I mean, what they could have said they just found it, or they went to the house he wasn't there, and they just picked it up and used it. It could be a lot of ways out of that. Did they get an attorney to lie for him? As far I mean, they had attorneys, you know, the, 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 what do they call them? The public pretenders, public defenders. Yeah. They're not that good. (laughs) Yeah. That's why they call them public pretenders. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's, that's all the info that I found. And like I said, the most recent information that I actually identified him was in August of last, uh, two years ago now, August of right before the pandemic. So that was that crazy interesting story. What what'd you think? No, I liked it. I didn't I'm like I said, I'm curious. I want to see what all your thumbnails or whatever uh 
show notes are going to be about so I can follow the link. I'm going to put them all on there, man. Put them on. I will. So thank you, everybody, for watching. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for being with us this past year. But, yeah, it's been one it's year. Really? One year? One year, dude. Wow. One year. Right. Congratulations. One year, one year and almost 50 episodes in. So, yeah. No, seriously. Congratulations yeah. to both of us. And yeah. thank, thank you for everyone who's actually, you know, followed, followed along with us, has been on this crazy fucking journey of nonsense. <laughs> right. All you new listeners and all you reoccurring no necks like us who like to check in and listen to what we have to say. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, everybody. Seriously, thank you very much. And be sure, like I said, in the beginning of this podcast, follow us on Instagram. Go to our flow page, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, subscribe, do all that other good stuff. And just join join this this uh, this uh, boner party. All right. That's kind. Of, is that a pun on the whole stud bar? <laughs> I didn't, I, Count I didn't, me out. I didn't think about that. <laughs> but fuck it. Why not? Come on in, everybody. Come to the boner party. <laughs> we love you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. This is episode 47. Thank you. Talk to you later. Peace. Adios.